You can't spell hyper RPG without hype. Welcome to the stream. The stream starts now. Happy New Week, everybody. Yeah. Happy Monday, everyone. It is week. Hold on. How many weeks in Jeez, 2020 are we? Yeah, uh, you know. Duba just right. subbed for 56 months. Oh, okay. Like all the hype. Hell it's yeah, Duba. All the hype. Hell yeah, Duba. <laughs> it is week 41 of 2020. We're only 11 weeks away from the end. Twelve. There's fifty-three weeks this year. Oh right, because we had a it was a leap year. I don't know if it was, but that's what this website says. Hmm. Hmm. There are fifty-three weeks in twenty twenty. Good times. And it is week forty-one. Hot diggity damn. We're about three months away from ending all of this (laughs) and starting fresh in twenty twenty-one, where everything will be good. I promise. I I think it'll be good. We're gonna start over. Look, one thing. One thing is for sure. We're gonna have a ton of movies to watch next year. Yeah, I can't wait. And like. Everything and everything that was supposed to come out this year that's that's a big movie is coming out next year now. So. I can't wait, but I have to. Yeah. So I will, I guess. So I can wait. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Ooh. Hypercast, guys. I'm I'm Adam. That's Lucas. That's we're right. gonna we're gonna do a little What's show. Up, we're gonna do a little show. We're gonna talk about some stuff. We're gonna hang out here at Hyper RPG and we're gonna get ready like. for the thing coming up afterwards. I'm not sure if that's me or if that's Ethan as me played by you. That's me doing Ethan doing Lucas doing Adam. <laughs> Oh, thanks for those bits. You love to see it. Jack Harper Games 90, thank you for those bits. 2020 (laughs) has been way too stressful. I want to forget about 2020 (sighs) so bad. Yeah, my stomach hurts just thinking about it. (laughs) Or it could be because we haven't eaten anything. Yeah, I'm thinking about ordering some hot chicken. Ooh, a little hot chick chick. You know how I do on Mondays. I know how you do. Monday fun day, right? Guys, I eat eat two Dave's hot chicken sandwiches uh, once a day every week. That's okay. math. That that was hard to say because it comes with two. Basically, I order I right. order Dave's pair, hot chicken. A pair of chicks. I order Dave's hot chicken once a week, mm-hmm. and uh, it comes with two sliders. So yeah, I eat about two sliders a week. Wait, but do you though? Because I think your food from last week for- is still in the fridge. I forgot that one, dude, because oh. I I ordered that on Friday. I'm sure it's not good by now. Yeah, I um, I always forget that there's like sometimes there's just like food in there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but yeah, that's, uh, that's FDH. Get out of here! Pickles are not meant for hot chicken sandwiches. <laughs> If hey it's man, a good enough spice, but real good on that Dave's hot chicken. If it's a good enough spice, <laughs> the pickles are are they're too much, uh, dude. They're too much. Nah, dude. I do like that like sauce they give. Yeah, with the, with the uh, they with have the an amazing sauce. I forget what that is. It's like some. It's some sort of. It's not Thousand Island, but there's like some mayo yeah, and some seasoning in there. It's, it's really good. It's like a Thousand Island mayo like spice sauce. Yeah, it's very 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 it's, good. Yeah, it's good. Why are pickles there? Because they are delicious. Pickles are the worst. Okay, we can let's talk about this today Jeez. on Hypercast. What do you think about pickles? I really don't give a shit if I'm being completely honest. Okay. Thank well, you, Cheese. I mean, that's better than liking them because pickles are the worst thing ever known. Far, little man. Oh. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> All right. My bad. Uh, so, what do you, what, what do you want to talk about today, guys? This is Hypercast here on Hyper RPG. Oh, we're Hyper RPG, by the way. That stands for Hyper Rabbit Power Go. We're the coolest channel on the internet. Uh, channel. I said it. Channel. We're a freaking network. Oh, on, what just happened on the internet? I didn't touch my computer, and some windows just like open and closed. Anyway, we are we are we are a network of people on the internet. Hyper hyper rabbit pickle, get out of here! <laughs> no more pickles. All right, we're done talking about pickles. Come on. That's the new name of the company. Don't tell Lucas. I love the he meme of uh, the Rick and Morty meme of like uh, people being like he turned himself into a pickle. Funniest <laughs> shit I've ever seen. Like they got Bernie, like a guy that did a Bernie Sanders yeah. impersonation talking about that. Amazing. He turned himself into a pickle. Did you watch funniest that? shit I've ever seen? <laughs> did you watch that Seth Rogen show that's on HBO Max where he's like fermented for a hundred? No, years? I heard that was funny. Yeah, did you see it? I haven't seen it yet. I really want to see it. Has anybody in the chat room seen this movie? I forget what it's called. Seth Rogen, HBO Max, an American. Pickle. Yeah. It's literally called an American pickle. Uh, has anybody seen this though? 
I watched like half of it. Okay. Uh, I've heard funny things about. I've heard good. good yeah. Also heard good things about it, but yeah. I haven't had a chance to actually sit and watch it. I actually did forget that it had come out. Yeah. I think they did like pretty good campaigning in the early. Mm-hmm. Like I know it kind of dropped pretty quietly. Yeah, kind of, kind of quiet. And I'd love yeah. to know if uh, if people gen- genuinely like liked it or not. Um, but I would like to like it. I think the f- concept of a, a human being being fermented for like 70, 80, 90 years mm-hmm. uh, and then waking up and I think he's like interacting with his great-grandson or something Yeah, uh, who's also obviously played by Se- Seth Rogen is really, really fun. Yeah, well, Tis on Max. I'm I'll pop it on it. next. I'm going to have to see it. Dan Merle had good things to say about it. Well, that's cool. Yeah, that's everyone cool. I know that saw it was like, this is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, usually, uh, I usually am pretty like on board with Dan Merle's movie opinions. Yeah. Uh, we should probably talk about a little bit of our schedule this week. Yeah. Before we uh, jump into some topics. We're going on a trip. Yeah. I'm not. I'll be here. Well, I mean, you're going to go on a trip I'll virtually. I'll be going virtually. As the audience will as well. That's right. Yeah. That's You'll right. You'll be there. You'll be there with us. We're going on a journey. We're going to go <clears throat> all the way to South Florida and back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're going to go with us. That's and right. you're going to go with us. By way of <clears throat> Nevada. And Huck's going to go with us if he figures out his stinking temper. <laughs> Huh. Can I see Huck back there? No, no, no. just missing him. Huck, Aww. you got to figure out your temper, buddy. <laughs> He's like, I've had food, and I don't give a damn. I love the idea of this little 15-pound uh, toothpaste-bodied boy <laughs> thinking, I'm going to protect you. Like, bro, I got this. You can't, you can't hurt a fly, yeah. and you're scaring people, bro. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he's, he's got, got a, he's got he, that killer instinct. He's instinct. got some work to do. Yeah, yeah. We're going on a trip this week. What else are we doing this week? We've got three shows coming to a close. Yes, three shows are concluding. Starting tonight with Game Master's Gauntlet. Yep. Bert will be GMing the finale uh, tonight. And, he's coming uh, here. He's, he's going to sit here. right there. Yeah. Uh, going to disinfect a microphone. You already did, yeah, didn't you? There's, there's one in the in the oven over there. Uh, but yeah, Bert will be coming into the studio. He'll be running the finale of Game Master's Gauntlet. Then tomorrow we'll have our finale of uh, Balboa Cantrip Academy with Matt. Matt will be here. And then on Wednesday, I, I guess we'll also be technically doing like a season finale, I guess we can kind of call it, of uh, Spy Island. Yep. Fadier hey. just resubbed for 38 months. Oh, hey, look who's still here. Oh, Fadier, hey. man, well, we give you well, a lot of well. shit, but you really are still here. <laughs> Thank still you so here. much. <laughs> you can leave any day you want. <laughs> for 38 months, you're still here. Thank just you kidding. so much. We love you, buddy. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we'll be doing our, kind of our season finale of Spy Island, and then we'll be doing our finale of the Warhammer RPG. Yep. Uh, which Naeem will be obviously GMing. And then on Thursday, we, we're not having any programming, so yeah. there will not be Warhammer uh, with you and Malika playing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of going to be the last day to get everything sort of I gotta like packed go up, situated. Pack, buy stuff, make yeah. sure my 2018 taxes get accepted because they won't take them. Oh, Lucas. Uh, I got I to gotta send back my old phone because it broke or else I'm going to pay 600 I I am at risk of losing thousands of dollars if I don't finish everything by Thursday. <sighs> thousands and thousands of dollars. Lucas comes here almost every day and he's always I'm on, on hold. hold yes for the and past like I month i want to cry for him i've either I'm been like, on hold Jesus. with the irs or h and h and r block, block yeah. or the california T- franchise tax board uh it's annoying it's man horrible it's the worst i was thing on ever. hold for i called it 10 a.m this morning and for two and a half hours they said uh about 25 minutes they would say your call will be answered in about 25 minutes uh and it took two and a half hours you love to see it. It's really cool, man. It's a great way to start my day. What a what a what a, what a wonderful place we live in. <laughs> great way to start my so day. So good. Uh, so yeah, I've got a lot of stuff to to finish up by Thursday, so we can have a stress free trip. Yeah. So and then a Friday is when the the trip actually begins. Um, they, they will be going. You guys will be going live at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you, I believe, once you once you guys get to Las Vegas mm-hmm. is when the headed will to Vegas. Start. And uh, what happens in Vegas? We're going to leave Vegas, and it's probably going to come with <laughs> us. It's going to be online forever. God. Hopefully, not too rough. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we. You know what, Adam? If it if it were you and me in Vegas, we might get in a little trouble. But I think we got some business to take care of. We're gonna see some uh, some really cool stuff. We actually had a call this morning about some stuff that we'll be seeing, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, you're, uh, you'll tune in and see it. So it's gonna, we're it's gonna not talk. Outside uh, of the realm of possibility for me to just show up in Vegas. That's true, dude. It's and, not that far. Kidnap you? It's not that far. It's not. It's not. Uh, yeah. So and uh, so it's gonna be a little bit of a shorter week. 
in terms of like regular programming, but then once Friday starts, you know, we'll be we'll be pretty much on the RV trip for the next 10 days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the following weekend. I mean, it's also unpredictable. You know, I can say that next next weekend these guys won't stream, um, but it's very possible something fun might happen along the way or you might stumble across something and yep. you guys might, might just go live. Yeah. Um, whether or not I'll be here is a, a different question altogether. Yeah. Uh, because I I still trying to make some plans yeah you know well you gotta so, have you gotta have your weekend yeah you know i, I have a girlfriend and she would be very what? upset if i told her for six weeks that i wasn't gonna see her even though i'm here bro what i know it's crazy you right girlfriend i know i know who'd have bro. thought <laughs> then it's not kaiju you gotta I tell know it's me crazy. bro <laughs> man you can't you know you, that's why you can't have me all the time Lucas. yeah 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 yeah, yeah you know, you know i, I is, guess you know that makes sense uh over the weekend i i had an opportunity to do my clubhouse uh, it was great. It was like six hours long, which was really, really fun. We watched Halloween and Halloween 2. Audience voted to watch Halloween 2, which I was very surprised. Yeah. I thought they would vote on the 2018 version or maybe H2O, but they wanted to, they wanted to see more of the night that uh, he came home. So we watched that. That was a lot of fun. Uh, then after, we just kind of shot the shit for like six hours. And I was going through and we were talking about Halloween and all the different timelines. And it was just nice to hang out with everybody. Yeah. uh, To just, you know. Did you stream that or were you just in Discord It was just on Discord. Yeah, it was just on Discord in the uh, clubhouse. So I did get some questions about the clubhouse. Um, I think because everyone else is so just like... They got so much stuff to do. I got to be real. Mine's not going to happen this week. Therefore, yeah. probably not until we get back. Yeah. So yeah. I think like I think we'll continue to accumulate. Oh, look at that hype train! Incoming. Hype train incoming! So I think we'll just continue to accumulate people um, throughout the duration of this month and into next month, and then you know you will have to figure something out for November. Yeah. Um, but obviously because of everything, because of the trip, you know, we're not going to be able to kind of do regular clubhouses. Right. I will definitely do watch alongs with the community d- though, throughout the week. Uh, I want to continue doing that. I think that'd be a lot of fun to just kind of still do stuff with people. So even though it'll ex- exist outside of the clubhouse, it'll actually allow more people to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll do it in watch alongs instead we'll of just doing have it a big old clubhouse. Yeah. Yeah. And then when the clubhouse kind of returns at the end of next month, um, we'll kind of figure out when we're going to do it. Because, like, I, I'm going out of town for Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, you know, I probably won't be able to be that weekend. We might have to kind of figure that out. But, you know, we'll figure it out. There'll be time. I wonder what I'm going to do for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Hmm. You guys, I wonder if you guys will still be on the road. Is that a possibility? Excuse me? <laughs> oh, I got some bad news. <laughs> uh, I, think, I, I think we'll be back before then, yeah. right? I think so. Yeah. I mean, like... I think the only thing that would prevent you guys from being back by the end of November would be some, like, n- natural disaster or something. Yeah. Oh, uh, there's hurricanes <laughs> headed towards New Orleans. Oh, no. <laughs> also, you know, you could blow out a tire and someone be like, nah, we don't fix those. Yeah. So that, that <laughs> could happen. A what? A what? I mean, look, worst case scenario, you end up back in uh, back in your parents' uh, at your parents' house. I do not want to be there. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> Oh, my parents are great, but <laughs> man, there's not much to do. Yeah, yeah. Man, we'll see, though. We'll, to see. Be here. we'll see. But uh, yeah, so quite a bit of stuff happening um, this month for the rest of this month and into next month. You know, I know that like tentatively the the return date is like the mid, the second week of November, but yeah. you know that's going to be flexible based on kind of what's going on. Yeah, we we'll, 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 we got a goal that we'll shoot for. Yeah, uh, but who mm-hmm. knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. Who knows? Who if knows? Who you knows? Can't, you definitely can't stri- stick to a super, super strict schedule in, right. a, in an RV across the country. Yeah, because unexpected things happen. I mean, I think most of us who like watch this type of content, most of the RVers who, who do this sort of thing, they kind of like have, they give themselves a window of time mm-hmm. where it's like, well, we're going to give ourselves three months. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of loosely follow that schedule. And usually, you know, hopefully by the end of that third month, you're kind of back to wherever you want to yeah. be. But, you know... You can say you're going to be on be in New Orleans on a Friday, but you may not get there till a Saturday. So it all yeah. just kind of really depends. Exactly. How far east is the trip going? The winter depth. South asking. Florida, all the way down. I don't know if we're you're, going you're to the tip. Tip. You're doing a little bit of like a hairpin. Yeah. Because they're not going. They're not going. They're not going uh, to Florida through things like Phoenix and Texas. They're going through Nevada, Colorado, a little bit more of like. The Midwest, I guess mm-hmm. you could say, and then coming back around through the bottom of Florida, then back through the south. I believe the, the West Palm Beach, Miami area. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah. Yeah, uh, so I you're mean, doing a little bit of but hairpin. further east is probably like Atlanta and Savannah are probably a little further as far as like kind of like just east, kinda, yeah. yeah, as far as because you're going further east and then coming like, back down south and yeah. then back around. So yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's quite it's quite a bit. It's quite a bit of stuff. <laughs> Rabbit Wombat says I'm prepared to to politely wave as you go through KC if you go through there. Nice, there you go. I do believe we'll be probably passing through KC, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun. It's gonna be interesting. I'm I'm excited to see kind of like what you guys discover and what you mm-hmm. guys find on the way. Um, maybe some unexpected stuff. I think will be very interesting. Yeah. Um, it's uncharted lands. I'm a cartographer and I aim, aim to map the whole area. <laughs> and it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be groundbreaking. I'm, I'm, I think the biggest thing I'm jealous of you're hopefully be able to experience all the food and drinks. Mm-hmm. Good food and drinks. I'm hoping to some have some culinary awakenings. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. That's maybe the most passionate thing that I've, it's the most passion I get out of life is tasting new things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm, I'm stoked for New Orleans and, and just, um, you know, some of the, the food and culture mm-hmm. the South has to offer. Yeah. And I've, and I've never, I've never been. <clears throat> and I think that was like the big thing that I debated uh, when it came to making the yeah. decision of whether or not I wanted to like go on the trip. Um, I think for me, the biggest, re- the biggest like thing that I had to consider was like time of year when we'd be back, how long the trip would be and, and all that stuff. But oh. like the biggest thing was like, man, I really want to go experience all these like food and drink places. And yeah. I know it's also going to be kind of difficult because we are in the middle of COVID. Yeah. So you're, you are going to get to experience some things, but different than yeah. you would from, you know, and that's, not being in the that's, middle of Yeah. Kind of the whole point for the trip is yeah. to see like, how is this, how is everything affected? Right. Exactly. And we're going to be doing our best to be as safe as possible. Mm-hmm. Stay the hell away from all these nasty people. Yeah. You're all gross. We're all gross. All you hoaxsters. Don't put not, your hands on my job, hands. Though, but, um, we're all gross right now. <laughs> hey, were you surprised by, uh, by some of the tweets that have gone out in the last like 24 hours about certain people getting sick and how they're like, it's not that big of a deal. You'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> I think a lot of people were, were uh, had rightfully predicted that, like, hey, some, you know, president's going to say that it's not that big of a deal. They'll be fine. COVID is, like, a thing that's, like, overplayed. And I'm like, man. Please don't do that. It really happened. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's very disappointing. Yep. It's very disappointing. But I guess it's, it is to be expected. So I hope that, like, those types of things don't impact how your interactions with people, yeah, you know, well, I mean, the, the dude could die from COVID and he would still be tweeting, like <laughs> he would it's still fine. be tweeting that he that he's fine. Like, I mean, fine. he'd do the Herman Cain thing and like his yeah. staff would be tweeting for him or some shit. Uh, yeah, it's it's dumb, so man. Dumb. But so uh, dumb. I mean, I kind of guessed all this would happen a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. So we'll see. You know, we'll see how how everything way. goes. But uh, but again, I'm like I- I'm stoked to see. How everything goes for you guys and uh, what adventures you guys discover along the way. Hell yeah! Some places that I be that I've been to, like like uh, Moab, that I like, I love Arches National Park. Yeah. It's so beautiful out yeah, there. Yeah, that's an area of the country I haven't explored enough. Yeah, it's very nice. It's really really cool. I'm sure I'm sure there's somebody in the chat room who's been out to Moab, Utah, and been to Arches National Utah. Park, which is like very very pretty. Yeah. Um, and I went there in January, I think. January, December, some somewhere along that timeline. So when it snows out there, goddamn, it's beautiful. Yeah, just like beautiful white, just snow everywhere. Love and that. It's just such a such a really fun place to go through. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that sort of stuff on camera. Yeah, I'm looking forward to shoot it. Yeah, I'm gonna be shooting it. You'll be shooting like this with a camera. You'll be a real Tex Ranger, just shooting it all. Lucas, I definitely recommend y'all try some barbecue while in. The no way! South. I hate barbecue. You can't make me. Just kidding! Twist I love barbecue. Arm. I'm absolutely gonna be trying barbecue all the time. I love barbecue. How much of that's? Have uh, you watched the barbecue uh, chef's table on Netflix? No, I have not. Oh, bro, it's so good. Yeah. It's yeah, it's amazing. Nice. I was watching uh, Chef over the weekend because mm-hmm. the new season dropped. Yeah. Uh, which has been really fun to watch. I always enjoy watching that show. Seems like some of that show was captured prior to COVID. Really? Uh, yeah, because they make some references to some people who had recently passed. But I looked up the people that they were that Roy Choi was talking about, and it's somebody who passed away like a couple of years ago. Mm. So unless I misunderstood the context, but it seems like some of that stuff is recent. Some of that stuff is a little bit older. But uh, yeah, yeah, re- really good show. I just really love watching all that stuff. Uh, I finally also ended up catching up on the Scream TV series yeah. that's on Netflix. It's okay. 
I think season one stronger than season two, even though season two got higher ratings. But I tweeted about it, and there's quite a few people have seen it, and they're like, yeah, season one I think is the better of the two, and uh, season two just kind of like, I don't know, it's all right, I guess. But uh, there's a lot of other stuff that I have not caught up on yet, and we have Bly Manor coming out there's on so Friday. There's so much TV out there. Yeah, we got we got to watch Bly Manor. I might go back and watch uh, Haunting of Hill House. I'm not going to have any time. I'm yeah. not going to have time. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to be able to watch that from our TV on the road. That's true. That's true. Uh, Lovecraft Country and Raised by Wolves. I'm, I'm not caught up. I'm on I'm caught up one. on both. I'm God loving damn. them both. They're both like great little horror. Like mm. uh, Raised by Wolves, a little bit more like sci-fi fantasy. Yeah. But man, they're they're good. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm about three or three episodes into Raised by Wolves, mm-hmm. and I'm about two episodes into Lovecraft Country, and I'm really loving. The things that I've seen from them, I'm just not fully caught up on it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently got a season one Blu-ray of Stargirl, and I have to kind of prioritize that to finish that first um, because I have some requirements I need to fulfill on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, once I, I think once I get through that, then I'll be able to go through and just like kind of binge uh, Lovecraft Country and Raised by Wolves, yeah. especially because they the season of Raised by Wolves is already done because they yep. put out so many episodes. The finale yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of, but the overall season I really loved. Yeah, yeah. Herb uh, is mentioning Cobra Kai season three and Saved by the Bell. I don't know <clears> what the date is on Saved by the Bell, but I was really stoked to see that season three release date for Cobra Kai. Uh, January 8th, I think it is. Correct me if I'm wrong. And they put out this fun little like teaser that teased where some of the characters end up. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of us were wondering where... Uh, uh, Johnny's son was going to end up because mm-hmm. he just kind of disappears at the, in the finale of season two and you're like oh okay he's in a correctional facility of some kind mm-hmm. uh, so it'll be fun to see where that show kind of picks up and, and how much um, how much of seeing you know the main characters exactly where they leave off uh, or if it kind of picks up a few months later uh, yeah. it'll be very interesting but uh, yeah I'm, uh, I'm excited I'm excited the finale just lost me not coming back for season two wait what what show are you referring to, Star Pilot? Oh, probably Raised by Wolves, because the finale was a, kind of a mess. Oh, was it? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. But, it, I mean, it's okay. Yeah. What's the best comic to read before WandaVision? Uh, Tom King's Vision. It's either called Vision or The Vision. Uh, it seems like a lot of what they're pulling from is based off of that comic book. So, I think uh, that would be the one. That would probably be the one to read uh, for sure. So, yeah. What else has been going on in the world? I don't know, man. Lots wanna, of stuff's been happening. Want to hit some some stuff? Yeah. So I, I'm sure a lot of people had noticed, or on Twitter and or otherwise, that a ton of movies have continued to be pushed back into the new yeah. year. They announced that Dune is moving from December all the way to October of next year, pushing it back almost an entire year. Um, I don't know why they didn't just push it into December. Um, to right. just capitalize on, on that the like, holiday. holiday. Yeah. yeah, like why not just move it a full year if you're, or if you're already making a 10-month commitment, what are, what's the difference between the two months really yeah. at this point? I don't know what Warner Brothers has on their docket for December of 2021. It could be some big franchise movie, which could be why. It could also be that Avatar is coming out, Avatar 2. It could also be that there might be something else slated by another studio. Sure. That could have prevented that from happening. Um, but I, I think you know the trailer did not have a specific release date on it. And I think that was obviously done on purpose because... The studio didn't know what was going to happen. And I think we've talked about it a lot about how Tenet really has... Tenet really wanted to be the movie out the gate that said, like, movie theaters are back. Yeah. Let's get people back in theaters. And obviously that... Like people weren't ready. That backfired on them yep. uh, in, in many, many ways. And I think it's like... I think it sucks. I think it's super unfortunate that we are in this position now where, you know, theme parks... Disney, you know, they've laid off like 20,000 20, people mm-hmm. because of the, the parks not being yeah, able to reopen. We have a lot of, uh, I, I mean, I have a lot of people on my network who are characters at Disney, yeah. and it was a very yeah. upsetting weekend for a lot of them. Yeah, and it's like, it, it really sucks. You know, it's it's super unfortunate that, that we're at this point now. Uh, I know downtown Disney has reopened, uh-huh. and I was there, I was in Anaheim last, no, sorry, I was in San Diego last weekend. And I drove up, obviously, through Anaheim because you have to get, you have to drive through Anaheim to get to Los Angeles. And there's this uh, gelato place that Emily and I love to go to, Joe's Italian Ice. And we, um, we got there, and it was the line 
was packed. Yeah. Which means that downtown Disney is having a huge influx of people. Yeah. Which is like a little worrisome because I'm like, how are you regulating? Like, are you capping it? Absolutely. Are you capping how many people are, are able to go into the stores and the restaurants and all that stuff? Yeah. Um, I, I guess I should be glad that like those people who work at downtown Disney are able to be employed. But I, I, as far as I know, because those are like, they're like Wetzel Pretzel and these third-party uh, 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 shops and stuff. Yeah. You know, unless it's like the Disney store itself, they're not Disney employees. Right. So we're really not able to bring back any like Disney proper employees to a lot of that stuff that's down there. Yeah, it's it's kind of upsetting. I think it's an upsetting move from Disney, and I think yeah. they're being a little dishonest about like, I yeah. think that they could make this money back. Like, I think that they could continue paying these people uh, and that they could make this money back, and it would not be a huge issue. Um, and it just kind of shows you what companies truly care about. I mean, it's no, it's nothing new. Yeah. Obviously, the company's going to do whatever's in the best interest of their profit. Well, and I think what also like really put people off was it was either the same day or the day after they announced a lot of like the senior executives were having their pay reinstated. Yeah. Uh, because you know, like Bob Iger, like ton of executives at Disney had sort of like yep. not taken pay for the last you know few months. And then they announced like 20, or it wasn't announced, but, you know, we found out through the trades that 20,000 people were laid off, but these yeah. people are getting their salaries reinstated. And I'm like, this does not make you look good yeah. at all. Yeah. At I, all. And that's the thing is it's like, I, I'm not surprised that a company would do that, but yeah. it's just not a good look. It's not at all. It's like one billionaire could be like, hey, I'm not going to take any pay for a right. year and sit on my, you know, 20 billion. Right. Uh, and that will be enough to pay for these 28,000 people. Yeah, exactly. And I, and, I, and I know that Disney, like for their theme parks, they employ a ton of people. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are not full time. Which means they're probably not getting benefits because mm -hmm. they're they're part time employees. Yeah. Um, so it's like, man, you like these people already don't have so many of the things that these like upper tier Disney executives have. Yeah. So now we're like really screwing these poor people over. Right. Right. Like giving them essentially nothing. Um, and and I know that the unemployment rates have been shifting a lot in the last few weeks, going up and down, up mm -hmm. and down. I think it's like going up again because of a lot of stuff that's been going on. Um. All that to say, I know we like kind of sidetracked into Disney a little bit, but uh, um, Cineworld Group, which is the organization that owns Regal, Regal Cinemas yeah. in the United States and Cine, Cine, I forget what it's called in the UK. Uh, it's got a different name in the UK. Um, Cineworld and Picture House in the UK are going to be just shutting down all their theaters because no new movies until are coming further out, notice, until further right? notice. Yeah, so it's not permanent. But until further notice, they're shutting down all their operations. I think I saw that they said that James Bond, James Bond moving was the last straw. Yeah. Um, so that was another movie that was announced to be moving out mm -hmm. of 2020. It was originally supposed to come out in November, I believe, 21st, 2020. It's been now moved to April 2021. And because of that, some other movies have like done small little shifts. Like I know Fast 9 has moved to, to May. I think it was supposed to come out in April. Um, Black Widow, obviously, we know, has moved now from November into May as well. And yeah, I, I think that that was kind of the last straw for them. Yeah. Because like Bond is probably like the biggest thing that the UK gets. Like yeah. that, it, it's not like completely comparable, but it is kind of like their, it's their superhero. Mm. Like Bond is their superhero. He's their Captain America in, mm. so, in some sense. And for that to officially get moved off and... I think re or I think Cineworld was kind of like hoping that that would be the thing that would help jumpstart sure. cinemas across the pond. Um, that that being gone is like, you know, that they have nothing else. Yeah. Have, there's nothing else to premiere in theaters. And I do think that movies like Wonder Woman 84, they will move again. Yeah. Because now Wonder Woman is slated to come out in November. If Bond moves and everything else has now moved out of November, Warner Brothers is going to push the release of that movie, mm -hmm. uh, whether it's to December and then wait again to like push the release again. Um, I think it's inevitable, but you know they did announce they're going to be closing all 536 Regal theaters in the U.S. and all 127 Cineworld and Picture House theaters in the U.K. starting this Thursday. Usually the the theater. The new week starts on a Friday, goes mm -hmm. till Thursday. So it makes sense why Thursday is their official last day because they don't want to roll over into the next week. Um, but yeah, obviously Bond had a big, big had a big hand in this internationally, also domestically, and that's it sucks because the biggest markets for cinemas in the United States, New York, Chicago. Well, Chicago is actually open, but New York and Los Angeles 
are closed, continue to be closed. We have no clue when we're going to reopen theaters here. And I know for a lot of people, it's that that obviously is super, super tough. Like this closure is expected to affect like 45,000 different jobs, yeah, which sucks. And I like, I know there's been a lot of filmmakers who've been going out there in the last like five days, especially. And they're, they're like begging for, you know, the people in charge of running this country to like really help these, help these theaters out. Yeah. And that's what it is. That's what it is. It shouldn't be on the theater. The the theater should not be open. Yeah. You know, it just shouldn't be like, it's, it's a health risk. So the theater should shut down. Yeah. And the people who work there should be, get, be getting help. Yeah. Yeah. I, I and mean, we know, you know, we know how theaters work. Theaters don't make their money on ticket sales. Theaters right. make money on ticket sales after the first week. But when you have huge movies opening and their first week is their biggest week, then like, yeah. all right, we got to make it all up in concessions. Yeah. And you can't really do that right, right. now. There's like, like nothing, there's nothing theaters can do right now to make that happen. And I know that like there's parts of the country where the theaters are open. And they have a ton of like rules, restrictions, regulations that they have to file, follow and procedures they have to follow to make those things happen. Yeah. But it's still going to inevitably um, affect what happens. And it sucks so bad. I personally don't want theaters to be open. I think a lot of people don't want theaters to be open for obvious the obvious reasons of like, hey, we don't want people to go to the theater and then get sick. Yeah. Because look what's happened in the last like four or five days with people getting sick and you know all, like people sitting near each other and yeah it's like just, it's bound it's to happen and yeah. it sucks and like nobody wanted to be in this position where we would have to put people uh through this where like theaters are closed and all yeah. this stuff like nobody wants that but you know if we had better leadership who would encourage people to like socially distance wear masks yeah a lot of a lot of what's happened could have been I don't want to say avoided because I think avoided is is it misrep- misrepresents how serious like COVID is. Mm-hmm. But I think it would have helped like keep things totally a little dialed back. Totally, if there were a at the federal level some sort of decision made to you know yeah. keep, keep everything closed and we'll take care of you until then. Yeah, then there would have been an end in sight. But right. these weird like. Mm, well, we're going to open up now because things are getting better. You can't fucking do that. Yeah. <laughs> it just makes it worse. Yeah. 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 It's See, just, so a lot, a lot of people are valleys, saying, man. yeah, a lot of people are saying like they're trying to reopen theaters where I'm from. I think I saw North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, Megalo Blazemon saying, you know, despite our numbers going up in Connecticut, they're, they're starting to trying to go into phase three. Yeah. I know that there's been like talks. I know San Diego went in. I, I think theater openings are part of phase four. Mm-hmm. I think I could be wrong. Um, I don't know, dude. It's all like the it's MCU. It's all over the place. At this play, yeah, at this right. Point. <laughs> but I know San Diego reopened. I have no idea what effect that has had on, on rise of COVID cases. Here, obviously, like none of that is happening. We're yeah. still very much on lockdown in terms of those types of businesses opening. And I don't foresee them opening here for the rest of the year. I just like, I don't see it happening. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it, 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 it sucks. And I feel horrible that... Because I, I like I've worked at a movie theater and I know how like already underpaid that job is and I know how they like throughout the last fifteen years have struggled to just like stay open mm-hmm. and what the evolution of like technology and streaming has done has done to them as business model. Yeah, I think it really is going to force it's AMC and Regal and all these companies are going to have to restructure in some way or find whatever like the next evolution of movie theaters is and it sucks that like a pandemic had to happen in order for them to like be forced to do that like i wish it would have been a natural transition for them to say like well instead of having eight thousand screens we're gonna have you know six thousand and then five and then four and it's gonna be ginormous screens that are gonna feel like concert events yeah um it sucks that like it's not in their control it's in the control of the pandemic and everything that's happening around it so i don't know I, and I, I would imagine there's a lot of people in our audience who are probably not going to theaters or they won't be going to theaters uh, throughout the rest of the year. Something that we've really embraced here is drive-ins. Drive-ins have been really fun and really accessible now, for us. Palmino what a great time. Subject yeah. for 31 months. Hype, hype. Can't wait for number 32. Uh-huh. I hope everyone had a good weekend and had fun in the clubhouse. Hell Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, I hope everybody had fun in the clubhouse. I hope it was Thank you, Mel Palm. For all y'all. But yeah, you know, so I think like this conversation that we're having, it's nothing really new. Yeah. I think it's mostly just like the ongoing frustration of people who are out in our country who think like the situation is not as bad as it is. Mm -hmm. And then having people at the top being like, it's not as bad as it is. And you're just like, 
you, you literally have it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a real thing. It's a hoax. Uh, I got it. It's not that bad. You're just like, oh, my God. Oh, dude. <laughs> it's rough. So, I don't know. All of this to say, like, to all the people out there who work in the, in the theatrical exhibition industry, I'm sorry that, like, that the world is the way it is right now. And I know there's a lot of people out there who are, like, very frustrated and very mad about all of this stuff. And I hope that whatever happens next month will will help will hopefully push our country into a better place where we can put some better systems in place where we can just like start helping people as fast as we can mm-hmm. because we really really need to yep yeah man lots of uh lots of yeah it just feels like a weekly check-in on this like theater situation yeah basically. just just our whole industry you yeah. know and i think there was an article and, I, and I, we have not got to it yet and i want to read it that came out last week about you know somebody on set being designated as like a covid person and mm-hmm. they're like what the fuck does that even mean yeah. in our world right how are we dealing with this and there's we've seen so many productions doing this like open and shut down open and shut down somebody yeah. got covid so we had to quarantine them it's yeah. like oof. some of the uh guidelines uh, it's just it's really upsetting because it's just like you know, there, there's obvious stuff that you can do, and yeah. it's like you know, you stay ten feet over there. I'm I'm ten feet over here. Right. It's almost impossible for us to catch this. Yeah. Uh, like, or if we're outside and you know we're six feet apart, then mm-hmm. it's almost impossible for me to like sneeze into your mouth from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, the like, you have to come into work, and I need a mandatory test from you. That stuff is like that's not enough, dude. Yeah. Like because it's it's asymptomatic for, and it doesn't mm-hmm. show up on tests sometimes whenever you first have it. So right. that stuff is like we we have the info there that says this but you know workers are still being forced to go in right uh good question orion power uh, any word on having more movies come out on demand with the theaters closing down i think that's a really that like i think that's a case-by-case basis mm-hmm. uh, i think studios will independently make all those decisions i know that they worked out a lot of studios have been or at least universal did surprisingly they worked out a deal to shorten the theatrical window yeah where a movie could go to the theater but then within three weeks time they could put it on on demand you know pivot mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff uh, I think the bigger movies, the really big movies, your 007s, your Fast and the Furious, your superhero stuff, they will push those yeah. because they want people to go experience those things theatrically. Yeah. Um, I think Mulan was a really big test for Disney. I also don't think that it was fair to test that movie because it's just not good. Mm-hmm. I would like to see this idea tested on something a very movie, good. A movie that's good and people come out of saying, right. you need to see this. Yeah, and yeah. I think Bill and Ted is also not the best example because that's like a small... That's a smaller, more independent film, mm-hmm. and it's a sequel to a three-parter that's twenty years later. You yeah, know, so exactly. And like, I, I loved the movie. I think mm-hmm. we all really, really enjoyed it. And it did, ma- like, it made at least over a hundred and thirty million dollars, or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Or sorry, not a hundred million. Um, that was Mulan, but it made enough money that we're. It's kind of inching towards being profitable. But I would, you know, it won't happen. But it would be amazing to see, like, what if they put Black Widow. <clears throat> Whoa! On Disney Plus, what would happen in a weekend? How many people would would buy right. that? Yeah, uh, I think the thirty thirty dollar model might be a little too high, but you know we'll we'll see. I think uh, case by case basis, uh, I'd say keep your keep your eyes open and your pe- ears peeled, and see you know what happens and what decides to go to mm-hmm. that sort of uh, system. Um. So, uh, I saw this on. Um, <clears throat> I think it was. I think I saw it on Twitter, but then I saw it on The Verge this morning. Yeah. Uh, but um, Twitch, uh, the the site that we're currently streaming on, you're probably watching us via Twitch. If you're not, I question what uh, what you're doing. <laughs> How'd you get here, bro? Uh, you're probably doing something a little illegal. Stop that. <laughs> Tune into twitch.tv slash hyperrpg. <laughs> That's where we are. Um, so anyway, uh, Twitch had has updated its um, it's kind of clarified some of its uh, its own. Um, community guidelines mm-hmm. on like terrorism and extremist content. Yeah, uh, which it has always. Um, I think it's pretty. It's pretty well always had like this little postulate, but it's basically here. Here's what it says now. Uh, here's the update. Twitch does not allow content that depicts, glorifies, encourages, or supports terrorism or violent extremist actors or acts. This includes threatening to or encouraging others to commit acts that would result in serious physical harm to groups of people or significant property destruction. You may not display or link terrorist or extremist propaganda, including graphic pictures or footage of terrorist or extremist violence, even for the purpose of denouncing such content. And that right there is the interesting thing, I think. After that comma, even for the purposes of denouncing such content, mm-hmm. uh, I I get like 
Um, I get weirded, and some of you follow me on Twitter. I get weirded at the use of the word terrorism. Yeah. Um, and I am especially weirded out by this of like we can't talk about this to denounce it. Mm -hmm. Um, I I see Twitch going like you know we don't we just want to wash our hands clean of all of this, mm -hmm. which you know makes sense as a company. Um, but you know we're headed out on the road on Friday to yeah. go across the country while our president is calling Antifa terrorists uh, and then labeling anybody a protester as Antifa, uh, are we now, you know, if we go to any protest, are we right. showing terrorism on Twitch? Uh, because President Donald Trump would say yes. Um, so th I think it's just an interesting con conversation to have, especially if we're like, yo, don't do this terrorism thing. Yeah. That's also apparently we're not supposed to do oh, that. Oh, my goodness. So, um, I get the extremism, like you don't want to show like violence right, and, and right, gratuitous right. like real violence to real people. Right. No, uh, but I wonder. I, I wonder how they define that word. Yeah, and I think. Um, whew. How do you guys feel about this? Yeah, I, that's I, my question. I, <laughs> it's yeah. like a rabbit hole of things, but yeah, and I think like, I think that's the biggest challenge right now for a lot of these platforms that give people windows of opportunity to go tell stories, mm -hmm. uh, whether it's Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, even um, Facebook. I don't know if really people are using it for that. Um, I think that's the challenge of like, how do you balance the fine line of like, what's what? Yeah. I think there's like common knowledge or common sense yeah. stuff. Um, I agree. But I think Twitch sometimes rightfully comes under fire for yeah. just kind of handing out bans right. for their interpretation of their loose guidelines. Mm -hmm. uh, like, I mean, it happens all the time that streamers are like, yo, I just got banned for this thing that mm -hmm. everyone does. Right. Uh, or, you know, like this person with a huge following does, but when I do it, I get banned. Um, so I think that this could, this could be an issue. Um, not, I don't really have much opinion on it other than like, I don't know if, I don't know if I agree with the uh, the per even for the purposes of denouncing such mm -hmm. content. I don't know if I agree with that. Right. Um, uh, yeah, because I think you start walking like a questionable line. Yeah. Right. And it's like, well, should this be that? Like, is this fair? Yeah. Essentially, is like what the question comes down to is like, is this fair? And I mean, every platform has had its like. I think on whether it's Twitch or YouTube, there's always been the extreme one way or the other of like. This is too restrictive. Yeah. And then it's like, well, this is not restrictive enough. Right. But then there's also like that middle line of like, well, why is this okay and this not? Right. Even yeah. though they're like doing opposite things or some are doing the same thing and they're just, you know, presenting them in, in unique and different ways. Yeah. yeah. It's like a really fine. It's a very like tough line to walk, I, yeah. I guess, is, um, is, is my take on and this. And I do take it the same way uh, Aridinsk is saying. Is I thought it was more that you can't show anything related to it and perhaps added that so that people can't continue to show it and later claim that they were only showing it to, to denounce it. I think that that's what they're going for, uh, but it, it's just kind of that vague wording in mm -hmm. the guidelines. Uh, and Fladao's got a good point. Does this cover games that display this sort of content? I think of like Modern Warfare 2 where you're in the airport and you start shooting civilians. Like, oh yeah, and Herb just said the same thing. Uh, there's that Modern Warfare 2. I that's I mean that's kind of that's terrorism. You're showcasing it. Um, yeah, it's just an interesting question. Uh, yeah. Oh, in this article here, let me continue reading because I, I hadn't even seen this there was an ad that i was like end of article there's more uh it'll be interesting to see which if any channels take issue with the new language i can see it being a, a potential problem for news organizations streaming events and protests on the ground that's exactly what i was saying what if another Char charlottesville happens uh will the channel streaming the event get banned it's an open question even mm -hmm. so it's a smart way of the company to take a stand on an issue that's habitually plagued other social media platforms uh, which I agree. I think it's it's a smart thing to add that in. But then I'm the, where I'm like, ooh, is where uh, we're starting to label protesters as terrorists, and we're literally about to go through cities where protests are happening. We're probably mm -hmm. going to want to like show that and talk to some people. Um, so I think it's important uh, to really clarify that yo these are protesters not terrorists these are american citizens that are not terrorizing the country they're trying to you know fight for a better world uh that's yeah that's where i'm kind of concerned yeah um yeah and that's yeah that, tiny chris that's that's often a thing with um 
with wording and and community guidelines is that they kind of make it vague so they get to decide where to draw the line yeah, on yeah. a case-by-case basis. Right, and I think, like, from a business standpoint, you understand Noble that. Noble Sandwich yeah. sub for 54 months. Hi. 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 <laughs> Hi. Hi. Happy 54 months. Welcome back. Uh, yeah, and I and I think like I think you know a lot of platforms they they take that sort of stance where it's like well we'll def- we'll define it ba- on a case by case basis so we'll keep our wording a little bit broad and it's it's tough because then like you start to analyze your own content and what how you define things and how you make things and how you present things and you start to wonder like well where am I going to fall yeah on this like spectrum of what Twitch defines or YouTube defines as like right or wrong right uh, like tough. imagine the scenario that say we're in some town and we see a protest uh where they are pulling down a confederate statue right uh we would call that a protest an active protest in a uh you know a a pretty um non-violent way to voice your first amendment right mm-hmm. i think our president would call that terrorism uh Not and I, th- I think a lot of people I think a lot of very, very far-right conservative conservatives call that terrorism. Mm. Like, you're terrorizing the town, you're terrorizing my country, uh, and that's that's my concern. Yeah. Uh, and that is where, um, that's where I see this, is the same way this the person who wrote this article, I see this being an issue in our future. Uh, at HyperRPG, I think that we will have to discuss. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm literally watching a, a, a video of, uh, of, uh, <laughs> of the president just, Returning to the White House, and the first thing he does is takes his mask off. And I'm like, what, dude? Like, why are you taking your mask off and putting it in your pocket? Uh, you are, you, you, you are, li- you literally have coronavirus. Uh, it wasn't that bad, man. They uh, helicoptered me to, the, you know, the best, uh, best hospital and uh, the capital of the, the most uh, rich nation. Uh, you know, I got my own private wing. It wasn't that bad. I, I operate on taxpayer health care. Jim Below Zero, you're right. I, I don't pay my own taxes, but though. I'm not. Anyway. Yeah. It's typical, uh, typical BS. Uh, typical bullshit, if you know what I mean. Yep. Did you get a chance to watch SNL this past weekend? I didn't. I heard it had really, really good ratings. So Jim Carrey played Joe Biden, yeah. and Alec Baldwin was obviously Trump. I only watched clips of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. But good goddamn, Jim Carrey is one funny son of a bitch. I miss more Jim Carrey stuff. Yeah, did anybody, I miss Jim Carrey doing weird stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah, he definitely he definitely goes a little bit weird with it. But did anybody watch it? What, what did you guys think about it? Yeah, I thought his Biden was absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Uh, super super funny. They they were taking a they were obviously like obviously doing a little bit of a a uh, spoof of the uh, presidential debate. Uh, I thought it was absolutely heroic. I don't watch SNL either. Yeah. I just watch. I usually just watch highlights. Mm-hmm. I honestly think like SNL is one of those shows that they obviously talk a lot about the ratings of it being on television. Man, but I think that shit does like great on social media and on yeah. YouTube. To me, that's like the future of that type of mm-hmm. content. Yeah, it's not NBC at midnight on a Saturday or right. whatever time it airs at. Um, well, it's the future of it is on the internet. I think they had a heyday there too with like the Lonely Island because they would put that yeah. shit on YouTube and those would so just get well. millions of views. Yeah, and like yeah. John Oliver's really figured it out of yes. like he has a social commentary show mm-hmm. and they take the big part of it and put it on YouTube lots right. of times and it gets shared like crazy. Yeah, uh, and it gets people to watch the show. That's how totally. I started watching the show. I was like, yeah. I want to see this. This guy's he's they're really deep yeah. diving into doing some journalism. It's here. the same thing with all these like Tonight shows and late night shows. I like I used to watch Letterman and Jay Leno every single night, Monday through Friday, when they were on. But as time has kind of evolved, I don't watch them. I don't even have cable. Yeah. I watch the highlights right. on YouTube, and I'm sure that's the case for a lot of people here. I um I I saw an opinion piece, and I agree with it. I only saw the headline, didn't read it, but it was like something about. Uh, I wish that they would um trust more in their cast, mm-hmm. um because. It seems like they really just rely on celebrity guest appearances lately. Yeah, and it, I think they should trust. I in think their they cast. have like the right talent there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, let them let them take on those fun roles. But yeah. anyway, it's uh, it's also obvious business to of bring course. in you know business is huge. Alec Baldwin and business is huge. Jim Carrey, you're gonna get some views. That's right. That's right. That's right. I also uh, I think we've done I think we've done watch alongs of Glow here previously. If not, 
right? Am I wrong? Maybe I'm wrong. I feel like we watched the first season here, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we, I think we did watch Long and Glow. But uh, they canceled the fourth season. Yeah. It was supposed to be the last season of, of the show. And uh, they ended up just canceling it because of COVID and all that sort of stuff. They've just obviously not been able to get like that engine going again mm-hmm. and to actually like safely go and do production because of uh, i'm sure a lot of it has to do with the type of show that it is and yeah. what it reenacts and all that sort of stuff so i was a little bummed i i really enjoyed the first season the first season of glow very very much um as yeah far this, as is, I remember, part, this I is partly my fault because i didn't watch past the first season but i did like it yeah i like season one i'm pretty sure i watched most of season two i did not watch season three yet yeah um so i you know but yeah and i think if there maybe was more of a demand maybe they would have found a way to make that work but i think also just like the status and like everything that's going on right now it's mm-hmm. probably not the easiest show to try to like work around yeah covid and, and those safety regulations and stuff so yep. it's a bummer that it's not going to get a proper send-off but you know it had a it had a big following people really seemed to like it but um yeah at least maybe like a wrap-up movie maybe if they could do something like that next year the year after whenever it's a little bit safer to make a movie of that kind would be nice yeah but uh, we'll see. We'll I watched see. the uh, I watched the first episode of Fargo. Um, With Chris highly, Rock, highly recommend. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. Is this the third or fourth, fourth. season? This is the fourth, fourth season. season. I've seen the first two. I missed season three. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I mean, this just showed up on Hulu the other day, and I yeah. was like, oh yeah, I'll watch that as I'm going to bed. Oh man, it's great. Uh, I think I I have high hopes for this season. I think it's gonna be really good. Yeah. Um, I'm not lots, fully, of, lots of interesting I'm characters. Not fully caught up. I started mm-hmm. watching the first season. Which is the season that has Ewan McGregor playing dual roles? Is that three or two? I think that's two. Might be two. So I'm, I'm like a little bit behind on some of that stuff. But no, uh, that's three, right? Yeah, I, don't know. I got some. I oh, hopefully yeah, be able three. to catch up on some things uh, in like you know until the end of the year. Hopefully, yeah, that's the plan at least. So. Uh, I wasn't too into the season's part, past part, uh, past season one. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I, okay. I recommend season this this new season. I thought episode one was awesome. Mm, nice, nice, nice. Uh, but season one was amazing too. Did you watch season one? I, with, with Billy Bob Thornton. I watched. I don't. I don't remember how many episodes it was, so I don't remember if I actually finished it or yeah. not. But if I'm, I'm, but I'm sure I would have remembered the finale if I would have watched it all the way through. It's a great show. Uh, yeah, there's quite a few things that I'm still like trying to work up uh, towards finishing, but. Hopefully, I'll get there. Um, yeah. But next, we will be playing... We're going to play the Game of Thrones Risk of Thrones again. Risk. Yeah. Now that we know how to play it, kind of, Yeah. we're going to come back and play it again. Uh, so if you love Game of Thrones, if you love Risk, you're going to like this. What? What? Mm, no. Are we what? Dumplings? dumplings? You want some dumplings? Oh, sure. Okay. Sure, dude. Can you guys hold for dumplings? Or just... Hold for dumplings. Wait, how are you making dumplings if you're supposed to play this game with us? How's that working? It said needs eight minutes, so I can come play the game, but I might be three minutes late. Three minutes late. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I can do some setup. (laughs) Uh, Guys, don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few minutes with Game of Thrones Risk. Thank you for watching. Peace. Peace be with you.